Hello again, everybody. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Whenever you are happening to listen to this, this is your friendly neighborhood portfolio manager, Chris Austin. It is Monday, January 25th, and this is the third episode of Give a Sip. Uh, it is Monday evening here where I'm recording this and just thinking back on what has come this year and what has happened so far. And it's it's certainly been a crazy, crazy start to 2021. Uh, and let's all hope that it starts to calm down a little bit here in the not too distant future. Uh, but let's just dive into it, shall we? So for this week, for what I'm up to, uh, I mentioned last week that we were going to be tasting some new DIs. Unfortunately, that didn't come to fruition, but I am at the office tomorrow, Tuesday, and it looks like there'll be an opportunity to taste through them then. It's a good mix from things that are value-driven to all the way up through some high-end burgundy. So hopefully we'll have some new toys for you to play with in the not-too-distant future on the DI side, but we'll keep you posted as, as the uh, tasting goes and then the other thing that's happening this week is Millicene Bio, which is a wine fair that's focused on organic, biodynamic, and, and to some extent natural wines. It's mostly French. It's a French fair, as the name would suggest. Uh, but there is some Spanish and Italian in there as well. And Anton Oleg and myself all have scheduled some lovely Zoom meetings to meet with new suppliers, talk with some of our current suppliers about other opportunities, and just see what's out there. Uh, so hopefully we, uh, while we go fishing, we, we catch a couple of big ones out there for us. Um, as far as the pitches go, eBlast calendar is rocking and rolling. We're going to keep going with that. That seems to be going well. Anna sent out the uh, calendar of items. Obviously, those are all preliminary based on what's available at the time of the eBlast. So as things uh, get closer, we'll take a look at the inventory. We want to make some last-minute changes that are logical and similar, you know, like-minded products. But uh, for the most part, that's a good sense. The theme is going to stay the same regardless. And then other pitching we're doing on the chain side, Natural Grocers has been a big focus for us right now. So Andy and I are gonna put together a big list of the organic wines that we have to pitch to Natural Grocers as they're expanding in the Oregon market. So Oregon team, look out for that. And then obviously uh, you guys are all occupied with the Valkyrie launch. There's a lot of things in there, Zupan's Market of Choice, Whole Foods, New Seasons, you name it. Valkyrie probably has authorizations there. You guys have the list. We're working on anything. If you get anything bouncing back, please, please, please let Andy, myself know so that we can uh, fix it for you. And then Washington team, uh, town and country specifically, we've got the TPRs up and running. Andy submitted those pricing files today. So look out for those. Uh, we talked about it in our last meeting together, but just be aware. And then team met market. If you start to hear requests from your stewards about Marcus de Castro's Crianza, that's not a random ask. That is actually for us. We pitched it to Mark. He wants those wines, but he has not made it specific about how or when he wants them. He will take the rest of the Marcus de Castro's Crianza we have, but he was hoping to do it in a couple different chunks and we're still trying to work out those details. Meanwhile, as it happens, sometimes that information gets to the stewards and then they start asking for it at a price that you think is weird. If you start hearing about it, let me know. We can start fulfilling. Uh, the price has been agreed to and it's good to go. Uh, I hopefully will have more details from Mark this week, but as of now, I don't. So uh, just be aware that you might start getting asked about that and be like, oh, we haven't had that wine in quite a while. Why are they asking? But we do still have inventory and they do still want it at our special price. So there you go. 
And then new suppliers has been the name of the game for the last couple of weeks. I keep mentioning that we actually have officially signed on an Italian portfolio for all three states, which is going to be really exciting. You'll hear about that very soon. Opening orders should be placed this week. And then uh, it looks like we're in the final stages with the French supplier that's going to help a lot with the rosé and the burgundy selection, which is going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm super pumped for that one. Uh, all systems go. We just got to get the opening PO together and get that rolling. That's going to be something that we'll look towards the first part of the second quarter to officially launch because we'll order those things DI, but it's, it's a big one. So we're excited about that. So stay tuned for more details. And then as far as accounts go, I'm just big game hunting right now. I've got my camo on. I've got my duck collar. I'm looking to uh, to you know hunt some some game with you guys. We've been making some good headway with Crunchy Red Fruit, with Liner Elson, with Full Pull, with Compass. Uh, I want to keep doing it. I want to keep finding some opportunities with you guys. If you have something that's decent, you know, five plus cases, you think for a wine club or whatever, and you just need to find that right wine or the right price or whatever it is, let me know. Uh, I'm having a lot of success with those that are asking. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, the opportunities are there. We just gotta be ready to jump on them and do it together. So uh, let's let's go big game hunting together. Uh, as far as pricing goes, which is the next section here, uh, we do have a couple of things that are gonna get readjusted in pricing March 1st that are just getting back to line price. When that big audit happened, at the end of last year, a couple of things just got jostled around. So they're a little bit wonky. So the, the brand just doesn't quite line up and we're fixing that. Uh, the big ones of note are gonna be uh, Gateway Vino Verde we're looking at all together and we're gonna have some new information for you soon. So stay tuned for that. But Quabel uh, is gonna go to 770 post off in Washington, seven in Oregon for all of the line. M. Delaney is gonna get matched up at 770 post off Washington, $7 in Oregon. And then the Fontini line, everything except for the Pinot Grigio, which is going to stay at, I believe it's 1050, and the Cherisuolo, which I think is at 580. Everything else is going to go to 980 post off, 910 in Oregon. Uh, and that is the best pricing we can get from them. We're ordering that DI. That is going in effect March 1st, which is why today you might have seen the calendar invite move for the Fontini incentive from February 1st launch to March 1st launch because it's gonna line up with this price change. Uh, it just made more sense to push it. So there you go. And then Lavis, all the Lavis wines for Washington are gonna get lined up at 11.20. And Montevello is gonna get lined up, uh, the Tinto and the White at 9.10 post off, 8.40 in Oregon. Again, all of that should be going live March 1st. But just giving you the heads up now, I'm sure Kevin's gonna be letting you know as well. Our DI arrived as well for the comings and goings. <laughs> the Pizzolatto as well came in, uh, and not the Paloma or the Muse, unfortunately. We're still waiting for that container to hit California from Natural Merchants. There will be 187 Palomas with that container, by the way. I'm talking to Ed, uh, who's the owner of Natural Merchants, tomorrow about those 187s uh, for Paloma. But the, uh, uh, the excuse me, the, the Prosecco is in, the Merlot is in, and the Red Blender are in. With the palm crack happening right now for Whole Foods, that's uh, that's good timing for that. Uh, on the French side, we did get that container that contained Dorschwer, the Muscadet Marnier, uh, and a couple of other great little goodies in there for us. So that's all back in stock. As far as new arrivals go, I mentioned the Grillon Sauterne. That was in that container as well. So we have Sauterne back in stock for both states. Hooray. 
And then Vinalba Red Blend, I've been talking about this one. I'm really stoked on this. For for wine clubs, this is a home run hitter. It's 1050 post off in Washington, 980 in Oregon. It's 97 points decanter from Fad Montmayu, which is one of the big names of, of Argentina. Uh, I don't see a reason why a Tariga Malbec blend couldn't be crushing in everybody's wine club. We got 100 cases. I think that'll be gone before the end of March. So get after it while you can. Uh, and then on the going side, uh, there's unfortunate news. Obviously, we've talked about this in the emails that you've seen, but X and Casal are moving on um, to uh, to other entities, uh, and that's that's sucks. That one really hurts. Um, there's no immediate fix for you guys. Um, there's, there's nothing out there that we can really just plug and play on those, especially on the chain side. And we know that that's going to really make it challenging for those chain calls, especially on the national chain side for some of those bigger stores where those were two of the really cornerstone items for them. Uh, all I can say is we're continuing to work on, on opportunities for you guys, uh, kind of retool how we approach the marketplace. Uh, it's going to take a while. It's going to be hard, but I'm here to help in any way I can uh, while we're... Uh, figuring it all out together, uh, hopefully. So that's uh, all I have to say about that, as Forrest Gump would say. Uh, for new suppliers, outside of what I've mentioned, though, uh, there are those potential Bordeaux features. Uh, if someone's looking to grab some dollars, let's talk about it. Uh, I had a couple of people ask about it this week. Let's talk some more, though. Uh, there's some really high-end, high-profile opportunities with the Bordeaux side. If anybody's got a big baller that wants to spend some money, that's the place to do it right now is in those Bordeaux futures. So let's do it together. Now, on the supplier news side, uh, who's in town? Uh, Mr. Zimmerman has been out there making some moves this last week. Uh, today, he actually sold an end cap to Thriftway with Mitch, which is pretty awesome. So I think uh, all told, he's got eight new placements, I think it was, and something like 50, 60 cases going in over, uh, over the course of the next week or two. Uh, so that's a pretty successful visit, if you ask me, especially because he also qualifies from that one store for the new incentive. Uh, and because Chris is such a nice guy, he's going to let Mitch uh, get the money even though he's shipping early. Uh, so that's very nice of him. Uh, on Friday, you guys will get the chance to meet Ben Gordon. Uh, and he is the Bodegas Volcanus owner. Uh, he's a really awesome dude. He's British, really funny, uh, really quirky. You guys will like him, but he's got great info for you on Volcanus. I'm really, really stoked for the, these wines. I've been talking about them a lot uh, and for good reason, I think. Uh, they are what makes me believe in Chile so much. Um, and then also on Friday, the, <clears throat> the Oregon team will be seeing Valkyrie. Uh, Beth Gustafson, um, B Gus as we call her affectionately, is uh, going to be t walking the, the Oregon team through the Valkyrie book. If anyone from Washington, either if they're new and they didn't uh, get a chance to do the Valkyrie presentation, or if they just want to see some of it again, is more than welcome to join. It's right after the Volcanus presentation. Um, I can send it just a casual invite to all of you if you want, but some of the new guys that highly encourage it, she's really entertaining and very informative. And uh, there's a lot to, uh, to learn from there. And they are going to be a major part of this year for us. And they've got lots of dollars for support. And there's going to be lots of other opportunities down the road with her. So uh, it is worth paying attention, um, not just for the knowledge, but for the dollars. I would highly recommend it. Okay. 
Uh, last week we mentioned that Vital Wines is going to be uh, having a new pricing restructure. So the Given, the Chardonnay, and the Rosé are all now $14 post off, $13.30 in Oregon, uh, which is a great opportunity to be 20 or less on the shelf for these Washington wines that have such a great story. And the story really needs to be told uh, for those wines to sell. <clears throat> the wine is great. The story is even better. Uh, and then just a final reminder, this is the last week for the Scarpetta Prosecco pricing. It flips over on Monday to the Timido. So the same pricing that's in effect for Prosecco right now switches to the Timido on Monday. Last call. Just letting everybody know. Don't want to hear emails next week about, oh, I didn't know that was there. Yeah, you did. Because it was here. Uh, for new swag, uh, for the Washington team, there are wood boxes for Villa Sparina if you happen to get a display. I believe there's six pack boxes, but they're meant for the for the Brut uh, Blanc de Blanc. Some of those are supposed to go to town and country. They just came a little later than they needed them. So uh, we've got quite a few. They are up for grabs. They look really good, but uh, <clears throat> you got to ask the warehouse for them. Uh, and then we also have the Kune organic backers that show the 91 points, the 100% vegan, the organic, all the good stuff uh, right on the backer uh, for any displays that you get up. And that's for both Oregon and Washington. We have some in both states currently. And then lastly, I've got uh, a little, what we're gonna start calling the brief but wonderful here uh, to talk about uh, the new IKEA program for lack of a better term, is Daniel Bianchi Green. I did a little interview with him earlier in the week, uh, actually last week, to be honest. And uh, here it is for you. Enjoy. All right. So here is the first edition of Brief and Wonderful with uh, our good friend DBG. Uh, and he's going to tell us about this new idea he's had to get some more retail space in uh, in your independence. So without further ado, DBG. Hey, hey, Chris. Hey, Thanks man. How you doing? Me. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Yeah, I love first, it. First guest. Look at you. <laughs> I, I love it, man. Well, the first two episodes were fantastic. So you. Uh, you already got a fan in me. Thank you. So. And uh, hey, everyone, uh, excited to be on and uh, talk to you guys a little bit about this plan that uh, we're initiating. Um, and I'll, I'll keep it pretty brief. Uh, look for an email from me uh, sometime soon with some pictures and some more information. But um, in, in essence, what we're trying to do is uh, uh, find new ways to secure some real estate in our independent retail accounts um, and, and a way that uh, has worked pretty well up in our neck of the woods and we wanted to try to expand it to other other places and, and opportunities for other other folks is um, uh, with these racks that uh, I found at Ikea and they're kind of perfect because they're really great size um, and they have a full size which is like an eight cubby rack and then they've got a half size which is a four cubby rack and each rack pretty much holds a case of Bordeaux bottles um, and uh, they come in different colors. Uh, you know, they are Ikea, so they have to be put together, but um, they're really sharp, and the places we place them, you know, they look good, and the customers uh, are really happy with them. And um, I just placed, uh, Mark Moan actually placed um, one of the half-size ones for the first time yesterday, and we took nice. that opportunity to really emphasize the uh our mixers and non-alks and all that stuff. And so it's almost like a bar, a home bar essentials sort of 
rack that we put in this independent place in Ballard yesterday. And um, that I'm particularly excited about too, because I feel like um, there's a unique opportunity here to That's awesome. To do that. Yeah, it's funny. I heard I heard this earlier today. Actually, someone coined the, uh, someone else coined the term, and I'm just stealing. It, but uh, home premise is becoming a big thing. You know, the home bar is is a much bigger thing these days. So the the non-alk section do seem to be uh, uh, growing, for sure. Yeah, I love, dude. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Home home premise. Home well, premise. And actually, the way that this in particular, uh, the, this this uh, rack that we placed yesterday, he wants some signage for the side of it because the way it's oriented is, is it gives us space for us to brand it essentially. And I, James, uh, I was talking to my team yesterday. James um, actually pointed out that we have to be careful of legalities here with with branding. But I want to come up with something cool that would go on the side of this rack and essentially, yeah, just really tell customers like oh this is for everything you need for home cocktail maybe. yeah there you go that's good yeah it's really cool it's I mean, really when, cool we, have it, oh, we even put cherries uh bitters cherries ginger beer the palimony mixers spreza um and the tonics you know the specialty tonics and stuff it's kind of all in there and so the picture you'll see the picture soon it's really cool so. love it love it yeah, it's good for if you do the wine side, you could do like a DI thing and put up the the big table and family meal stuff too. That could be fun. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, this thing you know can be easily uh, POS. Um, you know, it's spacious enough and it looks good enough that you know we can really make this these things look really cool. I think so. So, so what was the pitch? You just, I mean, obviously you're getting you know four or eight cases sold right out of the gate here. But what's the what was the pitch to the to the account? Uh, just to, you know, kind of stake your claim? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, you know, we've developed some um, relationships with some of these independent retailers. And, and some of them, you know, it's no mystery that there is pressure um, from the, you know, Southern and Columbia and Young's, you know, because they sell them beer and because they, where they do sell spirits, they sell certain spirits. And they kind of bully them into space and then they let them do the cold box resets. So they're allowed to command a certain amount of space. And, um, and you know, this is a way for us to, uh, be able to work with these customers in a meaningful way and kind of set ourselves apart when it comes to higher quality product, specialty product. Um, and it's worked really well. Uh, you know, we have a good example in Ballard at, at Choice Deli, uh, which is, I'll send pictures out. This has been about two years. Brian Heaney, when he was still around, placed this rack. And it's been a really good account. And, and this space has been really, really beneficial for us. And it just kind of gives us, I think, an opportunity that is going to be hard to find otherwise in terms of like securing significant amounts of space. And with these accounts, because a lot of times it's ownership who you're engaged with, there's a level of trust that we can build. And it's a great brand building opportunity because um, they kind of trust us to just place the wines that we want, you know, to place. Um, and because, you know, a lot of these places don't really know much about wine. Um, you know, it, it's, it, they are, you know, sometimes non-English speakers and not native, you know, not English isn't their native language. Um, they don't necessarily get immersed in, in knowledge, you know, the knowledge of wine and, and stuff like that. So they, I think they, you know, they put a lot of sell. trust. In, in us to steer them in the right direction. And so this is like a way, you know, to a combat 
some of the, the force feeding that they get from the big distributors, but then also, um, a, you know, a way for us to really work with these, these folks in a, in a meaningful way. So love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, the, now the pal, uh, if I could say real quick, the one that this is the, the first one we placed that had to do with non or non-alcoholic mixers and everything. And so that pitch was actually pretty easy and we've already got commits for some other ones. And essentially, um, some of these places work on Drizzly, so they get orders for some of this stuff anyway. But then this one, Choice Deli, they had never carried any of that stuff. So it's like a new endeavor. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's as, yeah. Uh, as Mitch Flago would put it, it's an annuity. Yes, exactly. Yes. Good Mitchism. Yes. <laughs> it's an annuity for sure. And, you know, obviously with that side of it, I can't predict exactly how much steve at choice deli is going to sell of paola mahoney and everything but we are positioned to succeed because visibility is great we're going to we're going to advertise it we're going to put pos on it and so um you know they sell a fair amount of other products you know wine and beer so i'm pretty optimistic yeah why not ours see some, see some good turns on it so love it yeah, yeah. it's uh it could be a big return for very little expense so um thanks yeah. for sharing the the idea this is great so for those that uh uh, that are listening in here, uh, make sure to check out the email from Daniel and we'll have some of these Ikea racks in the uh, warehouses for you. Obviously, as he mentioned, we'll have to set them up. It's Ikea. You've all put together cabinets from Ikea before. So the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. These are easy. Um, the I wine case add, and flugens, uh, if you will. What's that? It's the wine right. case and flugens. All right. Yes. That's what they're called. Well, that's what we'll call them. Um, well, one thing I would love to just throw in here real quick, and we'll talk specifics more later, but I'm going to encourage everybody, um, because we don't know exactly how many, uh, to initially buy. So I talked to Anton and what we'd like to do is kind of get, uh, gauge the interest, um, ahead of time before we place the order. Um, and so what I'd love is I'm going to send out the email with sort of information with picture and all that stuff. And then I'd love for the reps to contact me sort of directly with, you know, um, how many of these they think they can get commitments for, or if we can get the commitments ahead of time, that would be ideal. Then we go order the racks from Ikea, get them to the warehouse, and then they can ship out with the initial order. And, you know, the key here is obviously, um, this is American Northwest space we're trying to secure. So these racks, we, we want to fill them and we want it, of course, to be our product in them, not just now, but in the future. So we'll, we'll lay out more details of what this whole plan should look like. And, and uh, hopefully we'll see some really good success from it. Love it. Well, thanks for being innovative out there. It's, it's great to, to keep trying to find new ways to, to stake our claim out there in the marketplace. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, now more than ever, thinking outside the box, you and I have talked a lot about that. I mean, thinking outside the box right now, I think is important. And I hope, yeah, I hope this could be a, a good way for all of us to get some more cases. And, and especially with the case uh, goals now, you know, with the brand, uh, with the brand focus items, yeah, uh, it is a great opportunity for some of those to, to get those out in the market. So you make 40 bucks off of uh, buying somebody a rack. That's not so bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Cool. So. Well, thanks so much, Daniel. Uh, everybody look out for that email here soon. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And uh, everybody, uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Bye. Right. That was pretty exciting. 
hopefully you guys do take that seriously. There is some serious opportunities to stake your claim in these sets. And as we really need to rely on independent retailers more and more these days, uh, these kind of opportunities are really going to make the difference and set us apart. So really do uh, take it seriously and, and look for those opportunities. I highly, highly encourage it. Uh, well, this is running a little long, so I'm going to skip over some of the, the other stuff that I normally do, the scores and those sorts of things. I can talk about them next week. Some of the stuff we don't even have in yet, so it's not a big deal. But I did want to say, uh, I think this is online. I saw this on Instagram or something like that, probably. But there was something floating around about a 1977 Vogue uh, article that had what they called the crash diet for women. And it basically, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I just want to share it with you guys. It was for breakfast. You're supposed to eat a hard-boiled egg and drink a glass of white wine. And they say dry, preferably Chablis, and then have a cup of black coffee. For lunch, two hard-boiled eggs, two glasses of white wine, Chablis again, and then black coffee. And then for dinner, five ounces of steak with black pepper and lemon juice, and then the remainder of your bottle of uh, allocated white wine for the day, and then more black coffee for dinner. Um, that is the most ridiculous diet I've ever heard of. Uh, and the 70s must have been a weird time. <laughs> for those of you that were around then, uh, hopefully you can confirm that for me. Uh, but if that's the kind of diet that you were trying to have back then, I, I don't know who survived. Or I don't know how you survived. Uh, let's see. Let's get back into it. Get, get the last little details in here for you. So the e-blast campaign, uh, Palomone was last week. This week, tomorrow, we've got the Valentine's Day wines going. So again, it's the like Love You Bunches, the Old Westminster QT Names, the Queen of Hearts for Washington. Uh, you've seen the list. February 1st for Washington, we're going to do a Black History Month feature on Kamusha. Uh, and then later on, we're going to do a Brunello presale for uh, Oregon. We will do February 1st for the Brunello presale on our e-blast. And then February 2nd will be Lucky Buddha for the Chinese New Year and Super Bowl. And then on February 8th, uh, Pat has created a recipe for a Sazerac. So we're gonna offer Kubler, Camus, Scrappy's Orleans Bitters, the sugarcane syrup from Rum Jam. Uh, I know I could use a Sazerac right about now today, so that's sounding pretty good. But that one will be offered on February 8th. Let's see, so last week, the top rep was Andy Fritz, which is very impressive since he's been pulling that double duty, doing all of the chain stuff and managing to sell that much. So congrats to you, Andy. Nice work. Uh, and I wanted to give a quick rundown again. Uh, this part is going to be uh, definitely where you want to pay attention. This is where the money is. This is the incentives. So those wines that were sent on the calendar invite for the brands on goal starting February 1st that are the $5 a case brands are for Washington only, sorry, Oregon, Villas Barina and Levis. Uh, for all states, it's the Cune Organic, the Azuli Garanza Tempranillo, just the Tempranillo, and then all Borgogna wines. All of those are $5 a case. That starts February 1st. That's the, that's the part of the incentive, the brand goals that will be paid out every two weeks. And then there's additional incentives that will be paid out more like a traditional incentive is. That would be the third leaf portion. So you've got Mulderbosch, you've got Vinny, you've got Toad Hollow, you've got Waters. Any of those wines, essentially, you make a one full case of whatever pack size they come in placement. Uh, that's new, 90 days unsold, and you get 25 bucks per new placement. That's a pretty sweet one. That's a lot of money out there. Uh, and they are basically gonna have something like that in some form. There's gonna be a lot of dollars basically at all times from Third Leaf throughout the course of the year. So those wines, if you wanna make some money are worth paying attention to. 
And then uh, we've got the Fontini uh, that I mentioned earlier that got pushed to March 1st with the scratchers. Uh, so that was supposed to start February 1st. That is now starting March 1st because of the pricing. So the only other one that is live February 1st is the Scarpetta, which is the new uh, placement drive as well. You make three new placements and you sell five total casements, cases to those three new placements and you get 150 bucks. And that's the Pinot Grigio, the Prosecco and the cans that count for that. Now you can double it up. So you can make six placements and sell 10 cases and get $300, but you can't sell 10 cases to those three placements and get $300, if that makes sense. So uh, the placements is the, really the marker for getting more money. And then obviously, you know, sell as many cases as you can. And then uh, for corrections from last week, I mentioned the field recordings coming in this week. It looks like it's going to be next week. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm really excited for those wines, but uh but we gotta wait another week. They will be here sooner than you think. Uh, and then let's get into little teasers for next week. So uh, Ashley Trout is actually gonna join me on Monday of next week. And she's gonna talk to us about the SOS clinic, which is what Vital has been donating to since the beginning. But last year, she actually did some really fantastic relief work for the field workers during around COVID basically. And so there's a lot to unpack with it. It's pretty in depth, the support that they gave, but uh, she's gonna tell us all about it next week on this podcast. So look out for that. Uh, and again, uh, as I mentioned earlier with the new pricing, uh, this is a great opportunity to go and really shout this story from the rooftops. It's a great story to get behind. Um, and and I, really, uh, I really want us to support her as much as we can. Other than that, uh, I will be mentioning the Empson Brunello presale again. That goes live February 1. So that will be something I talk about a lot next week. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to make that announcement on those new suppliers next week. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I'm going to say maybe. Maybe I'll be able to tell you next week. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the rest of the pending arrivals. We'll have some new other things to add in for Washington Jose Pastor. We'll likely have another round of things and Vinate looks like it's ready to go. And Old Westminster should have another round of orders as well. So, well guys, we made it through another episode and uh, yeah, this week was was hard. It was a harder week than, than most. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it took a toll on me emotionally uh physically i was really exhausted by the end of the week mentally i was just i was just drained i um did a lot of baking this weekend to try to try to recover a little bit that's sort of my my releases through through baking but um it it just doesn't seem to be getting any easier out there for us um but we keep fighting uh and i just just want to keep telling you guys how much uh i appreciate all of the efforts you put on out there all of the uh, positive energy that you bring in to the workplace. Uh, I, I don't think I could stay as positive as you guys do with all of the challenges you have to face on a daily basis. Um, and the collaboration, I really appreciate the collaboration that we've had. Those people who are just coming to me looking for opportunities, bringing new ideas, bringing, bringing connections, whatever it is to the table, just trying to, uh, to do this together, to, to get through it together. Um, you know, it's something I mentioned to a few people last week, but there's a sense in this of community in this company right now that hasn't been uh, this prevalent in quite a while. Uh, and that's really what I'm grasping onto right now as we're trying to fight through all of these challenges. 
and uh, it's you know it's really encouraging for us to be uh, so so in this together and and trying to to do it as a team and not as individuals and i really uh, want to keep pushing for that and uh and thanking you guys and encouraging you guys to keep going and uh hang in there yeah well thanks for listening uh thanks for uh everything you guys are doing and most of all thanks for giving a sip have a good night